You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for he is when Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. All of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. Go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com. All of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646 646- Four seven eight zero six six zero. Go visit and like our Facebook page when Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also, be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests, doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy, but praise God. Jesus came to set the captives free. Challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth and relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to Change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you in advance for everything that you purpose to do tonight. We thank you that your anointing is present to heal, to deliver, and to set the captives free. We thank you in advance, Father, also that your presence is manifested in such a way that we bind the spirit of distraction and loosen your anointing to be present so that people can hear. And we thank you in advance for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, we're continuing on a series. If loving you is hurting me, I have to change. How have you been able to embrace that? Or are you still looking for the other person to change? Are you still looking for them to make a decision to change? And so you won't change until they change. So feel free to let, let Shell know. Just, just type in the comment section. Are you at a place where you're ready to change because you have been hurt? And when I'm talking about if loving you is hurting me, I have to change. I'm not saying to use walls for your hurt. You use boundaries for your hurt. Because what happens is if you use walls, nobody gets in, nobody gets out, that's that's you, and nobody gets in. That's everybody that will pay the price for you being hurt instead of it being selective by you setting a boundary and saying, well, I won't put up with this, and I, I won't allow this to take place in my life. So just let us know whether you're at that place where you're ready to change or it's going to take a little bit more hurt. So there's six types of boundaries. Last week, for the last two weeks, we talked about emotional boundaries. Then there's physical, sexual, intelligent, intellectual, time, and material. So what I want to talk about tonight is I want to talk about physical boundaries. That's desired space that you need in order to get or think or feel the way you should be feeling about yourself. Because after all, guys, we have to realize that we are God's creation. We are blessed and appointed by him. So we need to be treated in such a way. Amen? Okay. All right. So let's let's define what a physical boundary is. What is, so with a physical boundary, what is happening is you're dealing with space. Okay. A physical boundary, what is me and what is not me? But when you're dealing with a physical boundary, so what am I in, in responsible for? What is my placement and what is not? I'm not you, so I'm not supposed to act like you. <laughs> but I am who I am, and I'm supposed to show forth that. Okay. Another thing about a physical boundary, it shows where I end and where someone else begins. So it, it, it lets you know that you are responsible in this space for this purpose. Someone else is responsible. So I'm not supposed to be doing what you do. I'm supposed to be doing what I was called to do. So it lets you know where you begin and where you end and begin and where I begin and I end. It, it creates ownership. So if I know what I'm responsible for in that time, in that space, then I have ownership of that. I So, so let's say, for example, if Michelle is responsible for doing the lighting, doing the sound, then I'm not supposed to enter into what Michelle is responsible for. Now, I can help Michelle but I'm not supposed to take the place of Michelle. You follow me? So give me an example of you overstepping your physical space as far as boundaries are concerned. Okay. So just give us, give us an example of that. So I am being in the time and the space of the physical realm. I am responsible for my feelings and my behavior. I might not like yours, but I'm not responsible for yours because who did that? You did that. I'm responsible for how I act and behave, and so are you. 
But once again, as we're talking about physical boundaries, is making sure that you don't overstep what you're responsible for. Not responsible for how you feel and how you behave. I am responsible for how I treat you. I'm not responsible for how you feel and how you behave. So when someone's crying and you might not be and you're smiling or you're responding differently, then those are your feelings. They are processing something at a different speed and a different time as as you are. Okay. Um, So when I'm talking about physical boundaries, I'm also talking about it encompass your body. So it, it, it has a lot of things associated with a physical boundary. It's responsible for your touch. So your body, you know what that looks like. You know what it feels like. <laughs> okay. A physical boundary is responsible for your touch. Did you want to be touched? Did someone touch you out of place? Remember, you're responsible for how you feel. It's responsible for your physical space. You know, uh, have you gotten in an elevator before and someone moves in closer? Oh, oh I've heard people talk about this a lot. Uh, what, what is that, that that store that you guys like to go to? Uh, home goods. Home goods. Well, you're standing in line, you know, and they got the marks on the floor. They got the, phys- the, the marks on the floor to tell you you're supposed to stand six feet away from the next person based off COVID. Have you seen people just continue to come closer and closer and closer mm-hmm. to you? Because the mind, their mindset says, if I get closer, I will speed up the line. You can turn around and look at them, and they're still focused on the fact that I'm getting closer so the line will move quicker. But that's them stepping into your physical space. And all of this is important when you come to realize how disrespectful it is. Because in certain situations, I have seen, I've heard, and I've been there when someone says, you are worried that COVID is out, so would you mind stepping back? And they get offended because there's certain certain spaces that everybody want to have so that well, some will over, overstep their boundary, overstep your boundary, just so that they can get closer. Okay? All right, I got a question or a statement here? Um, I have a statement. Will says, as an example of overstepping one's boundaries, is doing something for someone at work when a coworker does not do it when they are supposed to. Okay. Okay. And so when we do step in like that, what are we teaching them about us? I mean, it's a real question. What are we teaching them about us? That if I don't get it done, if I don't do it, someone else will step in. Um, But once again, we determine that this is real stuff, guys. We determine how we're treated. No one else can determine that. We determine how we're treated. If we overlook things to a place, then we just send out a notice to the people. You can say what you want to say to them, and they'll take it. You can do what you want to do to them, and they'll they'll go along with it. Okay? So, for example, there's certain restaurants. I, I know they're really nice. I know you want to eat. But I'm not going to wake at a half an hour for a meal. That's a physical boundary for me. But someone else might be willing to wait for that time. So everybody's boundaries are different. But I respect you for being willing to wait. And I respect myself for not being willing to wait so that I can go eat because I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So those those are things to think about, guys. Okay. So we, we talked about physical boundaries encompass your body from head to toe. Your touch, whether you like being touched or not, how you're being touched. 
your personal space. That means don't get any closer to me than what I will allow or permit. And your physical needs. What is it that you need? Do you need rest? Do you need sleep? Do you need to be left alone? You know, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. If somebody goes into their room and shuts the door, is that selling you something? What is the physical boundary that's being stated by that? I need time away from you? Or I just need time away? I need to recharge myself? You know, do you do things for yourself where... You know, you, we we talked about at church on Sunday. Do you get pedicures or manicures? Do, do you get your hair done? But do you do that alone where you go to a place and let them take care of you? Um, so the, that's what I'm also talking about, about boundaries. Who are you comfortable with at that shop? Are there certain people that you like to deal with based off how they interact with you, how they take care of you, whether they're rough, whether they're uh, uh, uh patient, whether it's calming. You know, I, I had one situation where uh, Curl and I would go to this this spa place and uh, the the person who was waiting on me the whole time was complaining about the job that she had. So my boundary was when I called, I said, I would like to have such and such. This is my physical boundary. I would like to have such and such wait on me. It was the owner's son because he made sure that he he did the nails right. He made sure that he was quiet. Because when you go to a spa, you don't want somebody talking to you the whole time because what is your boundary? I'm, I'm getting this because I need to be alone and have quiet time. And so this guy, he would do my hands and then he would do my feet. And, you know, when they put that little scraper thing on the way, what's that called, Jay? You know? A rest. A rest. Okay. And, and, and you know, scraping your feet, and I would just bust out laughing, and he would get kicks out of that because he's like, this guy's quiet, he's serious. But all of a sudden, when he do his feet, he started laughing. And, and he would get a kick out of that, and so did I. And, and, you know, you tense up and everything. But I'm just telling you guys, we determine who's in our space and what is allowed and permitted. I want to make sure I get, get that straight towards um, – people who are in situations or, or dating for the first time. Like if you're dating somebody online, I'm just talking to, to real, real people. You're dating online. You make sure you meet them in public, in a public place. Mm-hmm. You make sure you are the one that drives. You make sure you have your own finances and so forth. You know, everything that glitters not gold. We heard that a long time ago, but I am saying that you want to make sure you're in a situation where if you don't know someone, you want to create multiple boundaries in that relationship in our first meeting, our second meeting, they don't need to know where you live. And they definitely don't need to, you to get in the car so they are giving you a ride home. I'm just talking about real boundaries that you can be alive the next day. And you don't have to be regretful that they touch you inappropriately or we went even further than that. And yeah, I'm talking to Christians because sometimes we can want something so bad we bypass our protective boundaries. Okay. All right. So let's look at some physical boundary locators. Are you comfortable being touched by others? All right. I I got people I hadn't even finished. So, so let us know. Are you comfortable with how close people are to you? Now I'm talking about, um, of course there's a difference between where there should be a difference between work relationship, family relationship, church relationship. Are you comfortable with, you know, because there was a time uh, before COVID where, you know, majority of the churches, I know 
would hug each other because you're glad to see each other. And, and, and that was great. You know, um, certain people you recognize when you hugged them, you felt still. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. That was their way of saying, don't hug me again. I might, I, I haven't told you that, but I'm hoping that you can feel that. Am I lying on anybody? Y'all, y'all let me know if I'm, I'm lying. That's yeah, true. It's true. And, and so with that person, you wave at them or you, hey, how's it going? And, and, and things of that nature. But are you comfortable with people being close? Because some people, when they talk to you, they get real close to you. They get right up in you. You can see the spit. I mean, uh-huh. you can see it all. And, and those are decisions that you have to make. Are you going to permit that? Um, let's say you got a newborn child and, and the baby, you know, it's like, does the mother want you bypassing the boundaries of the child that the child can't say, I prefer if you don't touch me, so forth and so on. I don't know you. But if it's a newborn baby, you as a, a human being, don't grow up and grab, take the baby out of the mom's hands. You know, you, you bypass boundaries. If the mom is holding the child close, then that's an indicator to us. I want the child close to me because I don't know you. The child doesn't know you. Don't hold the baby. Don't grab. Can I hold the baby? The the, the mom would have had the the posture different in that scenario. But if the baby is in tight on her and you can look at her arms or look look at his arms, whoever holding the child, the father or the mother, and be willing not to bypass those physical boundaries. Are you comfortable with people hugging you? If not, they're coming towards you. It's okay to put your hand up. You know, you just put your hand up. Hey, brother. Hey, sis. And your hand is an indicator. Don't go past this line right here. Don't go past or beyond my hands. I'm not comfortable with anything. And, and stop blaming it on Jesus. I just got to hug you because I love Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, we can say some special stuff and blame Jesus for it. Are you comfortable handshaking people? Haven't you know? Now it's different if it's a, a job interview or so forth and so on. And even in so certain scenarios, certain scenarios like that, you might say, um, "Do you mind if I fist bump?" You know, of course, you can't do that in, in a job interview setting. But just be mindful of what's going on. What are the times like? If you got COVID out here, then shaking people's hands might not be something that you want to do based off not knowing where they are as far as the COVID and things of that nature. So are you comfortable handshaking people? I've seen people where they said, you know, I prefer not to shake your hand. And it's not an insult, but that person is setting boundaries. Say what we want instead of what we have to have. Just because... The, the the flavor of something is this right now. You don't have to have that same boundary. Are you comfortable with people? Because I know in a lot of scenarios, some people, when they laugh, they touch you. You know, they smack you on the arm or they, they smack you on the shoulder and they laugh and they're touching you. Are you comfortable with that? If you're not, then you lean back. Or once again, the hand comes out. Just be comfortable knowing that you have a right to your own. Jesus paid the price for the life that you're living. He paid the price. And are you comfortable with that price being violated? Mm-hmm. Who who are you comfortable touching you? That's a real question. Guys, let us know. Who are you comfortable touching you? Are there friends relationships that you have? 
friendships where you're comfortable with them touching you? Um, are you comfortable with partners touching you? Like you, you got a job relationship. Are you comfortable when they go to touch you? Uh, Michelle is shaking her head. She said, no, no, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. A- anybody else? Um, Corey says my boo. My, okay. My boo. Okay. All right. That's a good thing right there, brother. <laughs> Are you comfortable with, with your family touching you? You know, we sometimes know things about certain people in our families that we're not comfortable with them touching us. How do you handle that? What do you say? Once again, the hand says a whole lot. Share what you got. Um, Wayne says he's comfortable with his friends and family touching him. Okay. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Y'all, y'all, y'all let us know. We want to know. Are you comfortable with coworkers touching you? <laughs> <laughs> Tamika says I'm comfortable with people I know well and like touching okay. me. Okay. So y'all just get this straight. She just said it straight up. So if you go to touch her and she, she's not allowing you to touch her, then she don't know you well. And honor that. You shouldn't have to be, you shouldn't have to tell a person. That's one of the indicators of boundaries. They seen you and observed you because people observe people. And if they see three people hug you, then they're thinking that they are to be the fourth. But if they had hugged you before or allowed you or interrupted or stopped you, be willing to know you have a value, guys, that you don't have to receive things that you don't want, okay? And we're talking about this is your physical body. I might do something different than you do, okay? Will says it depends on who it is. It depends on who's it, who it is, all right? In, in Proverbs chapter 20, 25, verse 17, in the New Living Translation, guys, check this out. So... Have you ever had, this is your question for tonight. Have you ever had people who don't know when to go home? They come over your house and they don't know when to go home. So they come in at 10 a.m. and they, they're here at 12 p.m. I mean, 12 a.m. at night. The Bible says, this is what the Bible says, guys. Y'all read it? This is in the New Living Translation. See, the thing about the different translations, I look for it until I find exactly what needs to be said. So that everybody can understand it. Even Troy, eight eight months old, he can understand. Don't visit your neighbors too often or you will wear out your welcome. Have you ever any, have that ever happened to you? Have it happened on your job where people will come by and start talking to you and you know you got to get this done. You know what needs to happen. You know what the deadline is. So what is your boundary? How do you, how do you interrupt their pattern? I'll just, you know, if I was sitting down, I'll just get up and I'll get up and I'll walk to my area because otherwise you can want to be there. Now, you might have finished your work or you might be using procrastination. The person is using procrastination so they don't have to do their job to interrupt your job. So that doesn't just mean your neighbors at, across the street. It also means the interaction that you have with people. You know, um, there was a time where I would come out and interact a lot before I started to minister. But now I come, I meet, I greet, and then I go into my office and shut the door because I I need to stay focused on bringing forth the word. And guys, you you as a singer or worshiper or leader, um, you might have had situations where someone says something extremely special to you before it was time for you to minister. And what you realize is that I need to stay 
a way, I need to have a personal space boundary so that I can stay focused on bringing the word. Because if someone says something special to you, now you have to reap, you have to replace that thought of how ignorant it was or special it was so that you can bring forth the word. And then you don't want to turn around and look at that person while you're ministering the word. You understand what I'm saying? So keep yourself clean by setting boundaries, okay, ahead of time. Um, are you comfortable with people coming to visit? Did they tell you they were coming? Or do they just show up on your door, ring the doorbell, and I was in the neighborhood. There it is. How many times have you guys heard that? I was in the neighborhood. No, you wasn't. You live in New York. Okay, you live in D.C. I was just in the neighborhood. People just come by and visit. But as long as you permit that, they will think it's okay. I always tell people, if you're planning on visiting, call me and, or text me and let me know so I can find out whether I'm available during that time or that space. Okay? Um, I'm, I'm going to say this, this is a big one. Are people allowed to come in your bedroom? That's a real question. Is your bedroom your personal space? You can come in the living room. You can come in the dining room. But when I'm going into my bedroom, that's whose bedroom? Mine. And, and I'm going there, that's a personal space. You should be able to leave that door open and a person would get the hint, this is not a place that you are allowed to go into. You might have personal things in your house. If you see a cabinet door that's shut, don't open somebody's cabinet door. Y'all, I, mean, I mean, this is real stuff. You shouldn't have to say it, but you do. What, 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 what are you doing? What are you looking for? <laughs> this, how can you make your life easy? Or easier. Are you comfortable with people visiting in your car? Meaning that if your windows are up, <laughs> you in the car, that's an indicator. I'm gotten into my space. I need, I'm getting ready to drive off. No, you, 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 hey, 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 need to talk to you for a minute. You roll down your window and a minute is an hour and an hour is an hour and a half and so forth. These are things that people complain about that I'm giving you a solution for. Hey, I see what you got. Ms. Lee says, I want to know they're coming. Also, <laughs> no bedroom visits. No bedroom visits. Thank you, Ms. Lee. I appreciate that. <laughs> and you, people are supposed to ask you, do you mind if? And guys, if a person is kind enough to ask you that, you be kind enough to tell them the truth. Also, it's no. With no yesterday, is no today. Another question about physical boundaries is, whose food are you willing to eat or their mixture to make a drink? Now, I'm not talking about alcohol. I'm talking about, you know, it's fruit punch and, and uh, Kool-Aid or, well, people really don't drink Kool-Aid no more. Do much, yeah. Tea. Are you comfortable eating what they make? If you're not, it's time for you to go home before the meal is planned. Okay. Well, the meal is done. Or you just let them know, you know, uh, thanks so much, but I'm not hungry. Because you'd have seen the cat walking on the counter. <laughs> Come on now. I should be real with you guys. You know, we don't have to be deep in order to be godly. I mean, you've seen the cat walking on the counter. You've seen the person come out of the bathroom without washing their hands. And then they're supposed to make banana pudding for you? Well, they got to strip something? No, ma'am. I had a friend who washed her dog in the kitchen sink. Didn't eat there anymore. See, see, that's what I'm saying. That's an awesome personal boundary right there. That is awesome. 
who who whose hands touching is touching your food? I mean, if you see somebody behind the counter and you at a store and you're ordering food, and if you don't see them wash their hands, come on, guys, it's okay. Say that's all right. That's okay. I I, I want to cancel that order. And notice again, I'm putting my hands out. The hand is a subconscious stopper. All right, let's look at uh. Uh, Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. I'm just laughing because there are times where you have seen this stuff, guys. You, you've seen somebody wipe the nose and they just continue cutting that, 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 that meat to go on your sandwich. Check this out. Even Christ didn't come in until he was invited. God, this thing is awesome. About personal boundaries. He says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20 in the Amplified, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and I continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him, restore him, and he will be with me. Guys, that's you know, this is this is information that we need to know. Other people knock on the door and they're gonna bust in. So uh, I, I guess they're not they're not available. Well, I tell you what, I'm gonna go to the side, I'm gonna go to the back door. I'm gonna peep through the window. <laughs> Here it is. Jesus is giving an example of the order from which he stands. He knows he's the best thing that anybody can receive, but he also knows that unless you are letting him in, he will not force his way in because he recognizes his worth, his worth that, that you would have as a result of you receiving him as Lord and Savior of your life. So I just want to let you know, guys, be mindful of boundaries that people set. If you call them the first time and they don't answer the phone, don't call them again. I mean, I I, I need understanding why you're going to call a person 15 times. You know, some people will drive outside your house and look to see whether your cars are there, and then they'll start calling. And they'll even say on the phone, well, I'm, I'm at your house, I see your cars, but why? how come you won't answer the phone? Because I don't want to talk to you. But I'm just talking about boundaries, guys, personal boundaries. A lot of times we're with people that we don't want to be with because we don't know how, how to set a boundary. And that's why this one is so important. And it's important also when you're dating. And I made that quite clear. And boundaries don't stop because you are married. If girly goes to a certain room, that means that she wants to be in that room. And there are things that she's thinking about that she wants to process. If I go to my the garage, then there are things that I want to process. There's the man cave and things of that nature. If she get into this cooking arena, man, just leave her alone. Have y'all recognized that yet, Shell and oh, the, yeah. Desmond? Yeah. yeah, she don't want any help. She just wants it's her, the, the, the stove and, and the flavors. And we're going to get the reward at the end of that. So just make sure you're nice to people, okay? But keep in mind what I said earlier. Jesus said in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with them. Okay? All right, guys, you got it? So that was important, and it keeps us out of trouble by allowing ourselves to be invited in. Amen? Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We thank you for the opportunity. We thank you that your word cannot return unto you void, but it must prosper in the things wherefore if you send it. And we just send it out to all of us that, that are at a place where boundaries are important, spiritual boundaries, physical boundaries, emotional boundaries. And we just thank you in advance that we find a way 
to receive what you've given us instead of us finding an excuse not to change. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m. at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.